Hi, welcome to the Run Before You Walk podcast. I'm Steven. I'm Matt. And today we're going to do a second episode on how to know that you're succeeding, how to measure success with online ministry. So Stephen, our church has been completely digital for over a year. Okay. And now we're moving into hybrid ministry in the next few weeks. Right. And I'm wondering, how can I know that our church is being successful digitally? Yeah, right. And I think a lot of our churches are in that situation, right? Uh, We sort of have some sense of what success looked like in person. Mm -hmm. Um, And we talked about that in our last episode. We shared some thoughts on that. Um, And in fact, our last episode, I think, provides a framework for us to process that. Now that we're moving, most of our churches are moving to hybrid ministry. So just as a reminder, we had these five stages, right? Yeah, the five stages. Right. So the first stage in this discipleship um, strategy Mm -hmm. is some people are just not interested in religion. That's stage one. Stage two is people who are maybe spiritually curious but would not consider themselves a Christian. Stage three is folks who would call themselves a Christian, um, but as you get to know them in a pastoral way, you realize there's not a lot of, uh, they've not, they're not being a disciple very much. They're not really changing their life much. It's easiest to understand a three by comparing it to a four because a four is someone who thinks of themselves as a Christian and is actively engaged in their own discipleship. They're actively doing stuff in their life to become more like Uh, who Jesus probably wants them to be. Uh, And then stage five is someone who's turned around and is leading others in in discipleship as well. So here's the thing. Okay. So I went through the last episode with you. Right, you were there. I've been to seminary. Uh Uh-huh. I'm still like not sure how to tell a one, a two, a five, uh, a 12 uh, on, uh, in terms of digital ministry. What is it? Right. What in it person, like? you can yeah, get a pretty yeah. good sense. Absolutely. Of it. I know, I know Mr. Smith. I, I know Mrs. Jones. I know kind of where they are as their pastor. Yeah. Now, digitally, maybe I don't even know these people. That's right. Right. Exactly. So, so how can I, let's just maybe go through, how can I know a one? How can I know, what, what am I doing here? Yeah, what you're doing here is you're taking the core uh, way you apply this model and you're just pivoting it to, to online. So the way you actually apply this model in practice, even in person, is at each stage, you need to have a few markers that you're keeping an eye out for. Okay. I heard someone say one time, um, it might have been Reggie Joyner. I think it was somebody over at the Orange Group in was that Atlanta. Anyway, they said that sometimes the best way to measure an individual's discipleship, they were talking about youth ministry at the time, but an individual's discipleship is uh, the gut of their small group leader. And I think that applies in a church. Sometimes the best way to know if somebody is a three or a four, there's markers, but the best sense of whether someone is a three or a four sometimes is their pastor's gut. Sometimes it's hard to, to nail this down. In spite of that, there are still some things that are general guidelines. Generally, If someone is going to a Bible study midweek, generally if someone is um, donating at a level, a high level, like approaching a tithe or something like that, generally if someone is um, asking the pastor biblical questions in the middle of the week, that's that's generally a sign of a four, right? Or higher. Or maybe higher. Well, that's true. Maybe higher. higher. yeah. Yeah. And so when you're thinking about how do I get uh, Mr. Smith from a three to a four, you're keeping an eye out for three or four of these markers, right? 
We do the same thing online. Okay. We do the same thing. So online. so let's let's actually just start with a one. Okay. What's a digital one look like? Okay. So if you're thinking about what happens when a one engages with our online ministry, let's assume you've got some sort of uh, online worship service. Maybe you've got a couple social media accounts. Well, what is a person who's not spiritually, not even interested in religion, okay. what is it going to look like for them to actually be making progress with your particular church? Well, frankly, very, very little. Frankly, if they liked an Instagram post that was maybe maybe not even a particularly like religious Instagram post, maybe you post uh, an inspirational quote and they like that. Mm -hmm. Frankly, for a one, that's a step. That's huge. That's a big step. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So stuff like ones, a very basically any engagement, any engagement, any engagement is a huge absolutely. Move. But now a two. So this is someone who isn't necessarily against religion. Mm -hmm. They're kind of like interested. Uh huh. Uh, what's some progress look like for that person? Yeah, I, so I think you would look. Uh, I would look for things like maybe they're engaging at a at a deeper level. Um, maybe they're more actively engaging with your. You notice the religious, the more overtly spiritual posts your church is making. Okay. They're engaging with that. Maybe they're commenting and sharing some of their thoughts. That that would be a big step, that right? Would be huge. Some of these steps are small. Some of these steps are big. That'd be a bigger step. And maybe they shared their story. Oh my gosh, if they reached out personally, <clears throat> even if it was in a digital form, that would be, that would be a monumental okay. step. Okay, so, but, now, but now we have people who are threes, and, and for the purposes of this, we're going to pretend they have not been to our in-person church. Okay, just for clarity's sake. Just for clarity's sake for this, like, someone's been coming to our digital ministry, uh -huh. have never been on our property, maybe they don't even live in the same zip code uh -huh. or state. Right, right. Um, what, is, what is moving a three along, a digital three? How do we move a digital three along? So you're going to want to be doing things like like churches should be doing online where you're, you're trying to reach out and cultivate relationships with these individuals. So at some point you've gotten the sense this person's a three. Well, the truth is uh, most of our churches are pretty good at threes. Okay. You're probably wanting to nudge them okay. towards uh, maybe one-on-ones with the pastor, okay. uh, maybe online Bible studies, maybe if your church does small groups, things like that, you try to get them engaged okay. kind of in the same way you would do in person. Yeah. Okay, so, so now thinking about it that way, like the, the, the gentle call toward being a four, now that we have a four, mm -hmm. this is a person who's coming to our Zoom, Zoom Bible study. Yeah. This is a person who's coming weekly to worship, checking in, saying, hi, everybody, it's uh, me, uh, me, Susie, um, whatever it is. Uh, now that we have that person, they're, they're involved in some way. How do you move uh, that four to a five? Are we still assuming they've Assuming never they've never been on the property. Okay. I think in that situation... You've, you've got this online worship community that's sort of, sort of developing. I think you want to encourage this four to take some sort of leadership and discipleship role in your online community. Maybe you have them start to lead uh, a small group. Maybe you have Zoom small groups that meet at different times through the week or, or things like that. Or you encourage them to get involved in something um, maybe in their local Some sort community. of outreach ministry in their community? Sure, sure. All the, all the sorts of things that that reflect that someone is trying to help others grow to be uh, more like Jesus, you know? So one of the biggest shifts I'm hearing is that, that, no, not, that not everything has to funnel through our buildings anymore. Oh man, that's so huge. Yeah, it's not, and I think 
Oh, we talked about this in an earlier episode. Churches have different strategies for this. Yeah. But I really think it's wise for us to lean into that idea. It's not necessarily about the building anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, if it is, if some of these folks are engaging online and then they start to attend in person, well, that's great. Well, great. And we're not going to say no. Yeah. Who would say no? <laughs> yeah, that's saying no. That's great. But even if they stay online, as we've talked about in, in other episodes, there is real community that happens in an entirely online uh, thing. Right. So obviously there's going to be a, a, a lot of uh, individual cultivation in your, in your own context, in your communities, but, but that's where we're going to start for today. That's, that, that's our podcast, Run Before You Walk. I'm Matt. I'm Stephen. We'll see you next time.